0: Thank you for tuning in to Detail Memoirs. This episode is brought to you by Rotafest and Zenware. Rotafest is the most powerful mobile invoicing software designed for auto detailers and recon professionals on the market today. More than just a mobile invoicing app, it gives you a complete suite of tools to manage your business. Yes, it has a mobile app designed for the iPhone and Android to decode the VIN and create an invoice in the field. But it also includes integration with QuickBooks, customer management tools, text and email reminders, reports, and now inventory management is included in this powerful suite of tools. Learn more about RotaFest at rotafest.com Hey, guess what, we're live! It it does that to us. So, oh man, good morning guys and gals. Welcome to another episode of RodeFS
1: Detail Memoirs. I'm Jody. And I am Rod Pusey. um, And Detail Memoirs is always sponsored by RodeFS, the software that drives your business. Please remember to go out and subscribe to this on YouTube. Once you're done watching it live on Facebook, it takes like fractions of a second. It costs you no money and it helps us keep this process going for other people. So, Thank you.
0: Yeah, And we are all sequestered in our home offices today and super excited Mm -hmm. because we have Marcy Tran from Clean Car Custom Detail, actually met her at the Detailpreneurs bowling event at Mobile Tech Expo. And I was so intrigued and impressed by her that I'm like,
2: I have to get her on
0: uh rodafest detail memoir so good morning to you
2: good morning guys yeah i don't know what was intriguing i just know i really enjoyed your presentation that you gave at mobile tech it was so enthusiastic and educational and the illustrations that you gave us it just it, it was it was top notch oh
0: well thank you yeah we we had a really good time rod and i speak every year and we just we like to be engaged with people, with the detailers, the business owners, and I think what it was was, I mean, that event was so much fun, and I think a lot of people just really let their natural selves come out, and here I am sitting there talking to you, and I'm like, wow, this is a lady that has a very <coughs> strong detailing business, but it's a couple business, right? It's you and your husband, Alex. That's correct. Yes. So, how, how did you guys get started in detailing?
2: Um, <clears throat> excuse me. We didn't jointly start. Uh, it actually was him on his own, and he started as a mobile painter. Uh, that was around 2012, and he did that exclusively. But you know, that was the beginning of a business, and so you're really scrapping, you're really looking for work, and he kept getting recommendations that he should detail. And here we are, you know, just trying to scrape by and pay bills. And he kept saying, I don't detail. That's not what I do. I paint. And finally, you know, hello. (laughs) So we went out. I I like to tell this. I I like numbers. So he went out and bought $250 worth of uh, materials. I think he already had an extractor. Um, But, you know, the the chemicals. And made it back in one day. So he, he was doing whatever work he could get. So that meant we what we call, I don't know if they'll call it dirt lots, you know, the small little bitty dealerships. <laughs> it was painting there and they would say, do you know, do you know a detailer? Do you know a detailer? So that's how he was able to make that little investment back just like that. And um, and so at that time, the kids were very little. I was homeschooling. And then we ended up over over time landing a job inside of a dealership, landing the their detail department. He kept he kept knocking on the door, saying he was already painting and saying, "Hey, how's your detailing?" Because he was yeah. getting it, he popped with popcorn here and there from other places. And um, one day they called him up and said, "Are you are you still willing to do that?" So we just moved in, but we had to hit the ground running. They were backed up, you know. Dealerships don't call you until there's a problem, and we had to staff up fast. So we that I call that job our paid internship you know, got a thousand reps. It was uh, a lot of learning and a lot of learning by mistake with the whole deal, but um, we got sharper and sharper until uh, we realized it just that model wasn't working anymore because we had to keep their hours no matter what. You're not released until they say you can go. And if there's no cars coming through and you're only waiting for one little quickie wash, I still have people on the payroll. So uh, after some time, then we finally uh, left them and went mobile. And you know, basically, our business model, we just refuse to quit and do whatever it takes <laughs> and <laughs> stay alive. And that's what we've done. So uh, we did mobile for a while, and I kept wondering, why aren't we getting more calls? Every per- person that does hear about us, and it was pretty much exclusively by word of mouth, They're pleased, and they say they like it. Why isn't my phone ringing more? You guys, I didn't know that you had to have a Google My Business account. I didn't know that, so that might be why my phone wasn't (laughs) So I really had to learn things, you know, the hard way. We ended up renting a a little location. We were really worried to do that because, you know, that meant more overhead. Um, And I also didn't know anything about zoning. So we rented a location, but then people started to see us. Just what a difference. You know mobile has its benefits and having a fixed location you know you just have to wait for yourself what it was but for us having a fixed location has been a massive game changer i was just filling out that sba loan and i actually got to see what my numbers have done you know year after year yeah. and uh, yeah the fixed location public started to see us but uh not having done my homework and just rented a place i found out the city came and said you can't stay here so that forced us to have to uh, move. I live in a very tall, small town. I'm like a mile and a half away from the first location, but we found a property that we were able to purchase. So um, it's just number wise. It's just amazing. So, uh, that's awesome. yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that's but before,
0: so <laughs> there's something unique about the, the property that you bought. You guys are
2: actually living there and running your business, correct? Yes, the property is on the main strip that goes into downtown. I'm two blocks from downtown. It has a four stall garage. The front yard, if you wanna call it a yard, the front area is all concreted and it has an 1800 square foot office. Office had a kitchen and a shower. So we did some revamping, moving the kitchen from a little galley to the other side, added some walls. We, yeah, it's totally, we live here. I mean, our commute, you can't beat it guys it's
1: like you've been sequestered with your husband for like three years so this is no big deal right this is so, just yeah, another it, yeah this okay. is another day
2: it doesn't hope oh, you guys this thing doesn't bother me at all i'm I, i'm already a homebody and i love getting things done so it's just like what's been on my list that i haven't been able to tackle for the last six months yeah
0: So, so speaking of you know what's going on how has corona shaking your business? Or are there things that you're doing differently now than you were before?
2: Yeah, definitely things changed. Um, what has surprised us is that um, I think about a month ago, I expected just the bottom to fall out and people just kept calling us. And where I am, the the virus just hit us one week ago. Mm. Uh, we're still in the just the double digits, like the teens. Um, but that was as of yesterday, but, um, right away, one of our, uh, employees decided to self-quarantine and then, um, late last week, our other full-time employee, we just decided to furlough her, um, work has slowed down. I would say, um, about 25%. We'll see what happens next week. I, I, every day I did, I was, I didn't think we'd have work tomorrow and then someone would walk in. So right now I don't think I'll have work next week, but uh, I don't know. Um so that's our employee situation. Um, we've have taken jobs that we don't specialize in. So normally we're just cars, you know, cars, trucks, in and mm-hmm. out. Um, we've got a Harley in there right now. I've got we've got a an airstream in the back. And um they're almost the, the Harley's done. So that's kind of outside of our comfort zone, but that that's one, you know, it's made us a little more diverse. And then as far as Protection, we're taking a lot more precautions. Um, mm. First of all, if someone calls us, we go through a whole uh, COVID screening questionnaire. So we want to know where you've been. Have you been in contact with anyone? Do you agree to continue social distancing <laughs> until you come here? Um, and then once we have our hands on a car, before we even drive it, we hook up our ozone machine for half an hour. Uh, I know that nothing is guaranteed. Nothing is. You know oh i'm safe now so after that then we you know mask up glove up do all that um and alex just purchased a heavy duty respirator and he's got some heavy duty respirators so this one's even a step bigger because he used to paint right uh, so that's that's pretty much our so, so
1: where is your where are you actually located then
2: i am in a small town halfway in between houston and brenham oh houston and austin this the town is right. called brenham
1: <clears throat> and so in texas are they allowing like individual counties and uh, municipalities to kind of regulate their own uh stay at home or
2: you know I regulations think it has been that but um as of yeah. yesterday the governor extended the um the stay at home thing for one more month so Best I can tell, and I'm sorry, I'm not like deeply researched on oh, yeah, this. Um, We're not as locked down as like California or Florida, mm-hmm. but I'm mean, trying to tell some Texans what to do and see how that goes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I was just I was just on a conference right before this one um, where we had people from both sides of the country, uh, it, some in California and some in Florida, and Florida is on a statewide. They started out doing it county by county and city by city, and now. Um, Justin Lovato was saying that the governors came out and said it's statewide and it's a mandatory uh, and it was uh, they're shutting down businesses. And I know I uh, talked to somebody in California last week and it was bad enough in California that they were actually shutting off power to businesses to get people to stop going into work Um, just because the numbers that they had were increasing at such a rate that um, they had to, they had to go out there because people weren't self policing. I know that uh, I went down to our mailbox at our office yesterday, and I'm driving around and I'm like, there's just as much traffic today as there is on a normal day. There's nobody staying at home in Idaho. I, everybody's out. I'm, it's, it's amazing. I mean, I know that sounds ironic because I was out, but um, I was they're driving around. There's still like mini malls are still open. I'm like, why is that insurance agency wow. open? It's it's crazy. And I I'll get to that eventually. Our our governor will come out and say, okay, the self policing isn't working, so we're shutting it all down because, um, you know, people feel like they have to get out and and uh, continue their livelihood. Yet, I I mean, literally, I was going past was like a it was like a near normal you know insurance agency, and I'm like, who's going to the insurance agency? <laughs> you know. Yeah, I'm certainly not going to zip on into my local insurance. Hey, let's talk about my car insurance. So
0: yeah, but maybe they're getting death insurance. <laughs> I mean, I joke about that, but you know, a lot of it, a lot of people are going into that preservation mode. You know, they're doing things that they maybe neglected in the past, and now hmm. they're trying to address you know really quickly, and that kind of leads me to the next thing with you, Marcius. You know, when you and I were talking at Mobile Tech Expo, you're really keen on, and you have some strategic things that have really helped you and Alex grow your business. What are some of those things that have led up to your strength and how are they going to really help you moving forward?
2: Well, um, originally, when we made this appointment months back, we were slated to talk about uh, saving and investing. So... um, I'm pretty Mm -hmm. much a big nerd you know there's spenders and savers and I get my my kicks off saving um so that's Rod
1: (laughs) yeah Jody teases me all the time he's like dude you're so tight you are unbelievable so I call him Scrooge McDuck (laughs) Uh uh-huh
2: uh-huh and when you need when it's time to go have some fun guess who's got some money (laughs) (laughs)
1: this guy right here yep i think it's important i mean i think that's what's uh you know it's going to separate um the people that make it through this and the people that don't is you know i know there's a lot of people i've talked to one guy that was he's a very bright person he's got a lot of uh saving tendencies but he had just at the beginning of the year made a decision this is it we're going to extend ourselves and we're going to go out and invest and they've already done that Um, and, and I have no doubt he'll still be around because he's a smart guy, but there's other folks that just flat out. I mean, I, I'm honestly amazed at how many people on some of the detailing forums and stuff, literally they're like, I'm done. I'm out of the business. Uh, I'm going to do something else. And it was like the first week and a half. And I'm like, eight days, you had, you had eight days and you're selling your equipment and getting out of the business. I'm like, what, what would you have done next week if nobody would have came in? I mean if there was a huge rainy spell or some inclement weather in your area are you gonna, I, that that just blew me away that people were out in like 8 days and it could have been other opportunities but but seriously if somebody doesn't have the wherewithal to work on their business enough to stay in business for 8 days that's that's pretty scary.
2: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So because we've been following these principles we're in we're in good shape for a few months. Um, and let's see. I'm reading some notes here. That's why you see me going up and down. Um, so, and the bonus is having having our finances under control makes the situation a lot less stressful. I mean, I we are making plans. Like, what if the worst happens? You know, what what will we cut? What? But um, you know, what's funny is uh, late last year, I had just decided. To increase our personal emergency fund from three months to six months because we're self-employed. We're not. We're not mm. like two people with two separate jobs, two sources. Right. And then a customer brought me in a really cute car that they were going <laughs> to sell, <laughs> <laughs> and I had to buy it. I to buy it.
1: See, so that's I- my that's my <laughs> shortcoming too. Is yeah. that I really like cars. How many do you have now, Rod? Um, I have eight cars. So, <laughs> But the nice part is, is being as a saver is that uh, all but two of them are paid for. One of them is a lease that if the worst case scenario, I can turn it back in. And the other one, I have a couple payments left. So um, I'm, I'm like you, I, I, I fret and stew and fret and stew, and then I go out and spend the money, but, it's, but I pay it off. So I have, everything's paid off. Um, they all have a full tank of gas and they're all parked in the back behind a locked gate so you know i have i have my ducks in a row when it comes to that stuff and i screwed me duck. <laughs> i am i am i can tell you exactly how many dollars i have in my wallet and which way they're facing at any given day um and the same with our uh that's for for us for jody and i i, I do all the the i'm the money guy so i'm the cfo and so i know exactly where the business is too and i'm like you i have we have things set up to take care of us in good times and bad times. And, um, you know, sometimes it's frustrating. Uh, it's frustrating for both of us. There's something that we wanna go do and we're a little concerned, oh, that's gonna really cut us thin. And I'm sure you're the same way where it's like, you know, you, you kind of pucker a little bit and go, oh, I really need to do this or I wanna do this for the business. There's the right time to invest and then there's the right time to save, so.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So yeah. how, how do you balance that, Marcy? That that decision,
2: Alex. <laughs> <laughs> so Zig Ziglar says, when the tide goes out, you can see who's been skinny dipping. You know, we will be okay for a few months. You know, and there's other there's yeah. other friends I have, and I, I'm like, my gosh, they're amazing. And and I just wonder because I hear like. <laughs> Of, uh, little bits hey of Alex. And, hey you know, how's it going? There
3: he hey Alex. Hey.
2: We're live on Facebook and everywhere else. Yeah. So they just asked me hey, how do we balance between saving and spending or making a decision to invest and I said how do you temper how my savings leaning is tempered is by you.
3: Yeah that was, I was basically going to answer just the way she said it. Uh, I, we balance it i spin, she saves and yeah. he
2: just a, uh, an expensive what is it electrostatic charger
3: an electrostatic sprayer
1: oh nice
3: so um there's a lot of small businesses that i want to target i don't necessarily want to target some of the bigger facilities that uh but you know we have some law firms and small office spaces and i was going to offer to uh go in and, and spray a a um I, I it's from um, Hot Seed Carlton they have it it's called vital oxide so um, it's food grade and and uh, when you spray it with the uh, that spray it it puts electrical mm-hmm. charge on it so it wraps
1: around any objects and you spray yeah kind of the same kind of the same concept as powder coating does with with that is it, it gets all surfaces and it adheres to it basically
3: yeah but anyway nice. it's like, to derail your conversation so thanks for sure. having us
0: no we're, we're glad you came because i mean how <clears throat> often do you get a couple team working you know in detailers? I, I i can't think of any other so how is it since you stepped in alex how's it like and i'm gonna put you on the spot sure. working with your wife every single day
3: like right now today kind of sucks <laughs> right now um, we just, you know, our communication styles and the way we do things is like polar opposite. But as you know, together, when we're working together, it's, it's, it's a beautiful thing, but there's times where we're polarized. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'll give you a case in point. You know, she, we had everything very comfortable for today. Like I have a coatings job. I'm trying to finish delivery on it. And then she books another job right behind it. And this is what she does, and then if keep I him ask her to come keep out him working, keep him working, man. And, and if I ask her to come out in the shop, she's like, "Hey, I got all this other stuff, which is true, I got to do." So that—that's the negative side. The positive side is that she's the nerd of the relationship. She went out, and you know, she got us hooked up with Transparent. She got, she encouraged me to go train with um, Rich uh, Light from uh, Nevada at Glossett, mm-hmm. man, my, my skill set has like went through the roof after I came home from training with them and uh, just getting with you guys. I mean, all the educational aspect, the improving, the, the learning, all the audio tape she makes me listen to all that stuff, you know, as much as I hate it, it helps me. And like I say, you ask me how it is. It's, it's, it's wonderful. I mean, to work with your partner, I mean, we we have the freedom to say what we're going to do with our business. And right yeah. now, even though things have slowed down, we're taking this opportunity to to build because mm-hmm. one of the things that before this COVID-19 came out, we already mm-hmm. did not like our pricing and our menu. We weren't really driving people towards the services that we want them to drive them to. We, we mm-hmm. were ending up with all these like interior jobs that we underpriced. Well, guess what? We raise all our interior prices up to the point where they look at our menu. They're like, oh, I'll just get the full detail. Mm. In fact, now that I'm doing the full detail, why don't I just pay another $150 and get the deluxe? Right,
1: uh, right.
3: We've changed. And, and now that once all the smoke clears and people come back in our shop, it actually has done us a service. Because if they say, oh, wow, your prices went up. Well, you know, businesses across the nation are changing how they do business, how they're doing business now.
1: And I think you'd really touched on something that, um, that we've been, you know, there's been many, many webinars. I've been on more webinars in the last two weeks than, than ever before. And I literally just got off one before this. And one of the things that people, they're telling people is, you know, during this time of the downturn, don't spend your time, you know, watching Netflix. And I mean, yes, you take care of your family and you're there more, but spend your time working on your business and how you're going to move forward. Because when this is over and it will be over, this is the, the nice part about this is it's a known entity. It's an, it's a, it's a virus. It's going to go away. That curve is going to start coming down. And when it does, people are going to be so likely to get things cleaned and sanitized and want to just go, ah, let's have a fresh start. I want, you know we're gonna start with this and the carpet's clean and i want my cars clean and i want my rv clean, and i want you know everybody's going to be worried about germs and getting stuff cleaned and so i think what it's going to be is detailers have had this really upward trend of i'm the coating guy and i'm the best paint protector and i can i can polish so and all of a sudden it's just going to completely change and it's now i clean your car it's i'm going to sanitize I your car sanitize. i'm i'm going to sanitize it i'm going to go in and clean it there's going to be fleets you know, school buses are going to be coming, through. somebody's going to be cleaning school buses and ambulances and fire trucks and, you know, the, our local power company has I don't know how many hundred vehicles. So it's going to change how people uh, think about this stuff and I think the, the days of the who's the baddest polisher are going to kind of be suppressed for a while. And it's just like, like you know, we were talking to Marcy earlier about how your skill set has changed. You started out as a painter, and now you're doing some other services. That's just how it's going to be. If you can't adapt and change in this environment, those are going to be the people that are no longer in business.
3: Absolutely. Can I add something to what you Absolutely, said? Absolutely, you bet. So yesterday was uh, kind of a cool day because I invited two of my old associates I used to work with from the days where I was working at the dealerships. One is a PDR man, a paintless dent removal man, and a one that taught me how to, to do the painting. And they were at my shop and they were helping me get this job out on this Range Rover. The one was painting the grill, another one was getting some dents out. So the reason why I'm mentioning this is Uh, I want to encourage other uh, detailers to build these kind of relationships with other vendors. This is going to make very strong because we, we give each other work, you know, and, Mm -hmm. and we, and and right now, if you don't know a dent man, if you don't know an interior guy, a wheel man, you know, call around, find them and build up these relationships with these other vendors and businesses, because we can all help each other get through this.
1: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That's a a very, very good point that that partnering with people and getting other people to help out. That's, you know, one of the things we've seen on social media since it started is people are in survival mode and they're kind of attacking other people. And I think it's a, it's a fear. They're scared that, you know, this guy's going to come in and take business away from me. Um, And, and, and it should be the opposite. You know, it's how, how the detailing industry and the automotive reconditioning industry treats each other during this problem is going to be how we're seen afterwards and if there's a lot of infighting and a lot of trash talking and a lot of this guy's better than this guy and all that stuff that's how people are going to see it and the people that stay above that fray the people that stay professional and just go out and like you said get good partnerships and say hey you know what i'm I'm slow you're slow why don't we combine and we can work on a car together and both of us split the revenue that is going to be how the people that see that happen you're going to get more business when this is over
3: Absolutely. Total agreement.
0: So, so looking at, looking at your business now, if you were to give other detailers some key advice to help them grow their business, especially in light of COVID, what are like one or two key things that you think are critical to the success of truly building
3: a strong business? Okay, may I, you want to start or?
2: Well, can we both have one or two things? Of course, please. Okay,
3: (laughs) for me is uh, one of the things that really helped me is to recognize that some of the the strengths that I thought was strengths is actually my weaknesses. Uh, What I mean by that is sometimes we rely so much like, oh, I've been doing this so many years, I've got experience. If you can humble yourself and look at different perspectives and train with other people. And like right now you can get training almost literally for free right now from other guys. You know I mean? There's a lot of people reaching out right now and you can get a lot of information from fellow detailers, but step aside and and don't say, you know, don't look at the successes you've had as, as something that you, you can use as a crutch. Um, I have many things that I've used as crutches, uh, such as my, relationships with dealerships, for example, that has been a huge crutch in my business. Um, Now, there's a paradigm shift. Am I still working for dealerships? Yes. But why do I say that I don't use them as a crutch anymore? And the reason why is because actually my prices are going up and I have more of a stature that, hey, you need me more than I need you. And I learned rich, it sounds kind of arrogant, but it really isn't.
1: No, it because is.
3: yeah, yeah you, you're you're having their best interest in mind because if if I don't pay myself and be able to cover my shop, I won't be around to service you guys.
2: Right, and so yep.
3: the, that's one that's one thing that I would say. And the second thing I think Marcy is going to hit on real hard is right now. Just just use the time to to sharpen your skill set, both not just <clears throat> as a detailer, but but as a as a businessman and woman. Yeah, that's
1: all I got. Okay, Marcy.
3: Marcy, bring it home.
2: Okay, so um, I, th- I think a lot of people are probably in a place right now where they say, I don't ever want to be here again. When we hit this, when he first started this business, not knowing, just being so ignorant, not knowing how slow a business grows. And it was painful and it left its mark on us. And so this is painful right now for most people. And if you finally had it and said, I never, ever want to be w- waiting, hoping the government might bless me with a little check and you want to take responsibility for your own, you know, w- we all make decent earnings. Um, I would recommend that people um, read up or study up. And I recommend a Dave Ramsey's total money makeover book. Um, I listen to the podcast a lot of days when I'm working and last I heard He's even running a uh, audiobook download special. You can get that book for $1.99. And the website address is daveramsey.com forward slash hope. So hopefully if you're in that place, you have $1.99. I'm not, we're not even saying sit down and read the book. If you don't like to read, clean something, do something, drive, whatever, put it in your ear and learn it and repeat, rinse, repeat, 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 repeat. and I was uh, on a podcast with Jimbo and talking about this because I just love to talk about saving, investing. And um, he told me about a book called Profit First. That book is freaking awesome because okay. I used to do this for home, I, the savings, and I got that. It makes sense. But the business would never behave. Uh, there was always something to buy. And it was just like a spoiled child that I couldn't make <laughs> it, you know, like <laughs> it with the tantrums and wanting more. Yep, uh, yep. But basically, that, so that whole envelope system, this one breaks down into percentages too. This one for me has not been as easy and quick to understand and assimilate, hey. but maybe because I was doing total money makeover for more years. But I put it in place strictly for the beginning of the year. Today's April 2nd. Yesterday was April 1st. I sat down, I pulled out my, according to this, you get profit. You know, you force yourself to pay your profit first instead of saying what's left over. That's what I'll, I'll use. And so we just took a $1,200 draw from that. Uh, and that's still leaving some for, you know, future growth. Mm-hmm. I was time to pay taxes uh, you know, I'm a nerd, sat down, paid all my taxes out yeah. electronically. And there's still some left over in case, in case, you know, at the end of the year, find out I have to pay more. So that yeah. book, again, it's, um, what did I say the name? Yeah. Profit First yeah. by Mike McAllowitz. That book is, it, you must read it if you're yeah. trying to run a, a profitable business.
1: So one of them that I did yesterday, and like Jody said, you and I are on the same page, so we're both money nerds. Um, I actually talked to our financial advisor. Um, I've talked to my accountant every day. Um, this time of the year, <clears throat> excuse me, this time of the, the, what we're going through right now, because stocks have dropped so much, if you are in a position to invest more money right now in your 401k and put the maximum or put as much as you can into it, because stocks are so low, you're going to get a better return on that 401k than you would if you don't. So as you were saying, instead of not investing in yourself, if people have got enough money sitting there and they've got anything, dump it into your 401k now, because that is going to be so much more profitable in the summertime when that comes back up. The prediction right now is that when we come out of this, stocks are going to increase incredibly, especially in some of the areas, the medical industry, some of the chemical industry, um, you know, com- companies that never had this kind of kind of investment, companies that build uh, uh, safety equipment and things like that. And so, um, you know, that that's... My, my philosophy with Jody all the time, he's going to shake his head here in a minute, but I always tell him it's, it's the same philosophy when you get on an airplane. If there's a drop in oxygen, you put the mask on yourself first and then you can service other people. You can't take care of somebody else if you're dead. So you have to look at yourself and your business and a business has two functions. It's to stay in business and to be profitable and that's it. And so um, people have to work on their business, read books, listen to audio books, talk to your accountants, talk to your advisors, I'm always blown away at people that don't talk to their accountants i'm like this i'm i'm on this guy's speed dial you know we're talking all the time about hey all what should we do time. here what should we do here how should we do this um and so people need to take advantage of the opportunities that we have right now the low interest rates the the government uh loans that you can get right now there are three of them i've been in contact and already had pre sent my paperwork up with our bank they're not even starting processing until tomorrow and i've already got my stuff in it's it is, it's a unique opportunity and people need to make sure that they're taking advantage of it, whether they need it or not. I'm planning on using that money for investment later on is what I'm planning on doing. So we, we're putting ourselves in a position that we can continue to go. We haven't talked about anything drastic at all. We have 12 employees. Everybody's working. Everybody's working at home. We plan on keeping every one of those people around. So you know, just do what you can to keep your business going.
0: Well, man, I, I just love the two of you together. Alex, I'm glad you came in late because seeing the dynamic between you two is awesome because Rod is Marcy and I'm you. <laughs> so, and, my, and our wives always joke that we spend more time with each other than anyone. In fact, now I'm spending more time with my real wife than my office <laughs> wife. So it's great. She's a lot better looking. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely
1: true. She is definitely better looking than me, but...
0: So man, thank you guys so much for joining us. So j- joining us on this episode. So how do people connect with you? How do they find you?
2: Um, our I think it's pretty simple. Everywhere is uh, at Clean Car Custom Detail. Facebook, Instagram, and website is the same. www.cleancarcustomdetail.
0: And well, thank you guys so much for joining us. <laughs> I wish you guys the best of luck as we go through this COVID thing. I can see that you're strategically set up to be strong and i just i appreciate you taking the opportunity you guys have a fantastic day and the rest of you guys that are tuning into us make sure you drop in on them check out their website their instagram give them some love and uh, we'll also put in the links the show notes the links to those books that you referenced uh, so that everybody can either go out and get them or download the audible Mm -hmm. And uh, really, guys, it's all about helping all of us grow. It's helping trying to make sure that all of us is, excuse me, in our businesses can get through this together. And, you know, like uh, Jeff at the rag company says, he goes, high tide raises all ships. So let's uh, let's rise together. So,
1: yep. Thanks a lot, guys. Appreciate it. Thank you.
0: Have Have a great day, guys. You too. See ya.